Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show. Let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast with Kathy. <laughs> you haven't followed me on Instagram, follow me at Strict Anonymous. If you want to be on the show, it's called Strictly Anonymous because they change everybody's voices. Uh, so if you have an interesting, naughty life story that you want to talk about, while remaining anonymous, you can either send me an email at strictanonymous or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. If you want to leave a confession on my confessions hotline, you could call that number 24-7. The number is 347-420-3579, 347-420-3579. Um, what else? Oh, yeah, uh, I have a Patreon it's a really good deal for only five bucks a month. You're going to see anonymous picks and you get Q&As every month. You get every episode early and ad free as well as access to my private discord where people post like their X-rated stuff. That's not a place where I go. It's more of a community of my listeners. So if you want to join that community, it's private. You have to go through my Patreon. Uh, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. Now I'm going to get right to the episode. Today I have on Mr. and Mrs. M. Mr. and Mrs. M. Some might know them from Reddit. They're kind of big over on Reddit. And they started on Reddit. They're a couple who are very into the lifestyle now. And they definitely play with others. But they didn't always. They started out for a very long time just going on to Reddit and like posting pics and doing naughty things like that. They were very into taking pictures. Mr. M, it's one of his favorite things is to take pictures of Mrs. M. And they would post it on Reddit. And they loved all the attention they got there. And they got kind of big on Reddit. They're going to give out... Their name on Reddit, the link to their Reddit profile will be in the description. But after many years of doing that kind of thing on uh, Reddit and living out their fantasy in that way, sort of teetering between fantasy and reality, they eventually took the plunge and crossed the line and went out and had their first threesome. Now, they're both bisexual. She was always into girls. He eventually came to realize that he was into guys and open to it. And their first threesome was with another guy who was also bi. And they talk about that first experience as well as their second experience with that guy. And then after that, they started trying all different things out in the lifestyle. They went to swingers parties. They went to hotel takeovers. They talk about what goes down at those kinds of places, what they liked about those kinds of places, what they didn't like about those kinds of places. They talk a lot about vetting people and meeting people. They've sort of been there, done that now because they've been at this for a couple of years. So they know how to make sure they're not going to be scammed when meeting couples and stuff. They've had good dates, bad dates. They have a unicorn that they talk about, a female unicorn who they meet up with, who's one of their regulars. They have threesomes with her. What they really enjoy, Mr. M, what he really enjoys and she loves too, is the hot wife experience. He really loves seeing his girl with another guy. Most of the time he does participate. He talks about that. They eventually recently started an OnlyFans because they've always been down and interested in 
taping all their experiences and taking photographs of all their experiences. They're very visual, visual. They like that kind of stuff. So they decided why not put it someplace? They didn't start out that way. They talk about how at, f- at first they were like pride, they prided themselves on not having an OnlyFans. But recently they started one. And a lot of the hot stories that you hear on here are over on their OnlyFans. So you could hear the stories here and then go actually see it in real life. This isn't a couple that started on OnlyFans to make some money. This is a couple that was living in the lifestyle and playing with others and being super open and trying out all different types of things way before they started an OnlyFans. They just decided to start it because they had all this content. They're still down to videotape everything and take pictures because that's the way they've always rolled. And now you could go see that stuff over on their OnlyFans, on their Reddit. I'll put links to their stuff over there. They sent me pics of themselves. They're super hot. They're a young couple. They're only in their 30s. They sent me hot pics. I have those are rated pics over on my Patreon. You could also talk to them. They'll be over on my Discord. On my Patreon, it's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. So I'm going to be right back on with Mr. and Mrs. M. This is the Strictly Anonymous podcast. Uh, hi, Mr. and Mrs. M. <laughs> Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. How are you guys today? We're doing good. Thanks, Kathy. Thanks, Kathy. So happy to be here. Yeah, I'm excited that you guys are here. You guys are swingers. Uh, I'm going to tell the short story and then you guys are going to give me the long story. Uh, but what you told me or what I know is that you guys dabbled online a lot before you made the plunge and became swingers. I guess you were like maybe just... I don't know, doing online hookups or showing yourself online for a long time before you made the plunge, but eventually you did. Now you guys are in the lifestyle and you have a very big following on Reddit and other places. And now you have an OnlyFans and we'll get to all that for sure. And I'll put links to all of your stuff. But is that like the short story? (laughs) Yeah, a quick take on it for sure. When we first we're honest with each other about wanting to be a little more adventurous. We just started posting pics on Reddit. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and we ended up doing that for six years. <laughs> so what kind of pics were you posting? Yeah, a little bit of everything. A lot of, of me and us together. And then I think... Well, f- photographing Mrs. M is, is definitely a, a passion point of mine. But, you know, we had really young kids at the time. So we talked about getting out there and we certainly fantasized and dirty talked about. People would write us stories or do tributes, yeah. which I, I think really pushed our envelope in that direction more and more at our yeah, it's like our, our, we were scratching an itch, yeah, you know, yeah. but, but we were just not at a place in time where we really felt like, okay, we can get a sitter for long periods. And I'm sure anybody with young kids can understand it's especially when you've got two of them running around in close age, it can just feel not that sexy. So we were just trying to get it in where we could. Yeah, listen, I could see how that could go the distance for a while, like fantasizing like that. I think it's a great first step. Maybe some people never get out of that. You guys eventually did. But I think that's kind of like a fun way to try different things out. And people, people, the commentary, we used to read the comments in bed together. Yeah. Mrs. M used to get, uh, not used to. Still read the comments in bed. (laughs) Yeah. Still read the comments in bed, but yeah, she gets a lot of fanfare and that's always very enjoyable, very sexy for us. So it kind of, I guess that's kind of where the hot wife thing, when we did 
move into reality with this. I think it was it was 2020 and we were stuck at home. Um, <laughs> and and so we really kind of started talking about it more. And I think I had really finally it, it takes everybody a little while to grapple with the fact that they want to see their wife or their significant other with with somebody else. So I think we started approaching that conversation and I kind of just said, hey, I, I, I would love for it to be you and me and another guy leading up with the online stuff. Mrs. M was always, I guess you've always been into women, right? Yeah. Yeah. I had had quite a few threesome, even like mild threesome relationship and dated a girl as a solo relationship all when I was before me and Mr. M got together. Oh, okay. So you knew you were down for that. And were you also down to see him with another woman? Yeah, I had enjoyed that in the past. I had never experienced that with him. So still a little bit of reluctancy. Was it going to change our relationship? Because honestly, I think I, I, I didn't there wasn't too much of a relationship with some of these other people. Right, that you had the threesomes with previously. Yeah, so yes, you're always yes. going to have that fear, like that little chance of, oh, maybe because I'm married to this guy and in love with him, I might feel different. You don't know until you do it, right? You, right exactly. Yeah, I did not know. I was excited at the idea for sure, but a little, just a light in the back of my head, like, is this going to be okay? Are we still going to be asked afterwards? Yeah, yeah. So how how did you pull the trigger that first time? And what was that first experience? What went down? Yeah, well, I'll I'll, I'll kind of tee it up, I guess. So sure. we're huge Reddit fans. We had a profile going and a, a bio and and we were looking for guys also because Mrs. M is very comfortable with the ladies. I had also shared with her over time that I am probably would not ever date a guy, but I'm definitely into the physicality of guys, admittedly picky, but it, it was, we were looking for at least a mildly bi guy who I'm above average in my size. So we were looking for somebody around my size or bigger. So we kind of went through the, the Reddit process, which as anybody can know, there can be some, some bullshit on there where you're having to really vet out people and verifying is critical. And we had a guy that really checked all the boxes who messaged he was close by, and I don't know how long did it take us to meet him. It didn't even take that long, I don't think. But no, our schedules were completely free. <laughs> yeah, because it, it is pandemic, uh, which was weird. Like we're not even we're barely seeing friends. But let's go meet this stranger. <laughs> yeah, I've heard a couple of stories. A lot of a lot of things changed during COVID for a lot of people in many different ways. And I think for a, some people, they entered into the lifestyle. You're not the first couple I've heard that decided to do this. We're all twiddling our thumbs at home. What the fuck should we do? <laughs> you guys decided to have some fun. So tell me about that first guy. Did you decide that? Oh, that night you were going to do something or were you just going to feel out the situation and also were there any rules besides that there were rules and we did we were feeling out the situation I feel like I almost always have to feel out the situation on the like I can't even if I've talked senior pictures I it's I need to feel your energy and then I'll know for sure so and our rules that night i don't know how much we talked about ahead of time we have rules now but i don't know if we well, not had... a lot not a lot of rules but i don't know what <laughs> we, we had going <laughs> i don't know that we were going to wear condoms yeah, or whatever but, all... but it didn't get that far that's the interesting part of that. but we'd all we'd all tested and 
shared that. Yes, we had tested and, and shared that. That's a whole other can of worms in the lifestyle. But uh, right. at any rate, go ahead. Yes. Yeah, so we what happened? We ended up back at his place. He dinner. He invites us to his place. Very mm -hmm. smooth, very experienced guy. He, um, was, he was so gentle guiding us as first timers and we took it really slow. We just did. It was like a soft swap or, or basically uh, it was, there was kind of some oral and hand play between all of us. I remember him really rubbing your clit well all the way to orgasm. Yeah. Um, it was like we were all three involved in each other's orgasms really but you popped out of the bathroom with no clothes on or something like that that was what really shocked me kathy my wife is is like way more adventurous in, in the moment than i am but i think I'm, I'm i think i'm sitting there oblivious at this point like oh this is cool this guy's house is cool and we're having a nice time and uh, my wife goes to the bathroom and next thing you know you you're out there and no you had your bodysuit on you were looking super sexy in your little bodysuit. Right. And then and then it went from there. But this guy was like our swinger Sherpa. Yes. <laughs> he was such a gentle guide. Yeah. And, it was, uh, and yeah. wait, that time it was just oral? Did you have sex with the both of them or just oral sex between all of you guys? Just oral sex between all of us. Okay. And how was it for you, Mrs. M, seeing your guy with another guy? Did you realize, oh, that's kind of a turn on? Are you digging this hot story? Well, if you are, I know where you could find a ton more hot stories. And that is on the Dipsy Stories app. Dipsy is an app full of short, sexy, hot audio stories. No matter what you're into or what floats your boat, Dipsy has something for you. Whether you're into straight stories, queer stories, threesomes, or moresome stories, you're going to find it on Dipsy. There are literally hundreds of stories to choose from, and they release new content every week, so there's always something new to explore. They also have sleep stories, wellness sessions, written stories, and they have my favorite feature, which is the jump to the action button. So if you're super horny and you want to get right to it, all you have to do is press a button and it's going to take you right to where the action starts. So what are you waiting for? Go get Dipsy now. And for listeners of this show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash strictly anon. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P. S-E-A stories.com slash strictly anon dipsy stories.com slash strictly anon or just go to the description and click on the link to get 30 days of free access. How did you feel about that? Because I would assume that's something new that is going down. And then also it, Mr. M, like how was it for you to see her being pleasured by another guy? It was definitely new. I had never, I had just recently, he had just recently shared that with me. I don't know, a couple but that was definitely the first time seeing it in action or it being any action. And I was very turned on. I was very turned on just at him being so free and seeing him be pleasured. Yeah, interesting. And how about you, Mr. M, seeing your girl with another guy for the first time? I know you guys fantasize about it for a long time, but I think the real deal is always going to be something different. 
Oh, it was a long awaited joy. It was awesome. Mrs. M is very sexual. She was very comfortable in the whole situation. Like it even, as things were kind of progressing, I'm sure you can, everybody's aware that nerves are on high, especially for first timers or whatnot. So of course my nerves are running high and I feel like I was even having a moment of like, okay, is everything going to be working? But the moment I saw her, you know, handling him and he was, a, had a really great size cock and it, she looked absolutely fabulous, you know, um, sucking all over it, licking it. And then boom, I was instantly, you know, hard as a rock. And what I really enjoyed about the whole thing and what I still really enjoy is, is, is the, the team atmosphere of, of everybody, even if, she's sucking his cock her hand is on my ass or on my cock or maybe his hand is on me as well and just kind of the team energy of everybody trying to get where we're going and it was just awesome i don't even think we waited a whole week before we saw him again we lined it up the next weekend to have our kids over at her mother's so we could host at our house so he comes over we're doing dinner right um yeah we're, we're <laughs> Were set out. <laughs> Wait, can you paint the picture real quick? Because I've seen pictures of you guys. And I know that you're a hot. You're a couple in your 30s, right? And how old was this guy that this professional bull that's coming over to your house? He was in his mid 30s. And we don't really even identify with the bull term or whatever, Kathy. Not, and we're not offended or anything by it getting thrown around or whatever. Oh, but, I can't keep know, track of all the fucking terms. Then I use them and then they're wrong and then I don't. And then I'm like, totally I'm <laughs> yeah, so that's yeah. fine. You guys, no bull, no bull term with you guys. That's cool. Yeah. So he was, he was around the same age, I think. And this guy was very open in both directions. He was very into women, very into men. He was very free. Lifestyle was was a big part of his personality it's just I, I think it was his life like very much so the life has like wherever i know we're obviously here on a on, a, on your podcast but we try to re remain separate or keep our lives separate at this point he was very free next thing we're eating appetizers and i remember him coming out in just an apron from our uh, yes yes from our uh, <laughs> pantry. pantry yeah <laughs> He's one of, one of my wife's aprons, and we're having fun. And the next thing you know, Mrs. M is making out with him. She's got his cock out from under the apron. Yeah. And yeah, right. I, I, was, I, I refer back to that photo sometimes. Right. Oh, you're kitchen. snapping pictures, too. Well, I, well, yeah, we should reference that, I guess. We had showed off on Reddit for so long, it was kind of a natural progression or a natural want for us to now show this part off, if that makes sense. Right. That's been a part of it for you from since the get-go. So that was that's still a part of it for you guys, the the <laughs> putting yourselves out there and, and capturing the moments. The photos are the first step of foreplay. <laughs> I can see that. I'm very visual, so I, I, I could get into the photos. I totally I understand. And that's really what kept you guys going all those years before. So now that you're doing the real deal, you also want, I, I could see why you'd want the photos on top of it. Oh, yeah. it's, like, it's like our sex diary. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so whatever, what happened? We went upstairs or no, we were some fooling around like in our kitchen, but like we quit, not a lot was going on, but go ahead. And yeah. Ahead. Then we definitely took it upstairs. I think that, no, there was penetration down here. Like <laughs> there was, I think not, maybe not on the, counter and that's when we took it upstairs but okay. there was penetration okay. in the kitchen and then we did, went upstairs for the real thing and it was he was he had a great cock great size great girth 
and really had it seemed to have taken some classes, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> that helps. But Mrs. M is very multi-orgasmic. It's even in our normal sex lives, she could possibly come three to five times. Oh, my a, goodness. I'm so jealous. So when, when well, it, there might have been penetration down here, but up there was like the first moment of the kid. Yeah. Because I remember you were on your back and you had me in your mouth and he's lining it up and rubbing it all over your pussy. And then it's, I just, I'll, I'll never forget that. It was just like that, that snapshot of then, and there it is. And your moans, I remember you just started coming and coming. So and like coming. rolling orgasms. <laughs> That's what I like to call it. When it kind of, one bleeds into the next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. And you're like... I'm, I'm, and I'll you're you. you're the both guys. You're doing the both of them together. You're it's is it called spit roasting? Is that what it's called? I believe so. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I I love to have his cock in my mouth as I'm orgasming on another man's cock. Right. And now this was the first male, female, male, or just MMF for you, right? You had a, a, your all your other threesomes were always with women, correct? That is correct. Yeah, yeah. So here you are, two guys, and you were totally into it. Yeah, yeah. I think it helped for me that everybody was into everybody. So it wasn't like too much pressure all on me, if that makes sense. The complete freedom of it really worked for me. Yeah, and I also think when everybody is down for everybody, I think that is the total freedom. And a lot of couples don't have that, right? Because a lot of times the guys aren't by or the women aren't. But when everybody's down for everybody and everyone's totally into it and there isn't any kind of you can't do this or I won't go there, I think that's like the top of the mountain. Yes. Send a green one. Yeah, when it's all going right, it is. Yeah. Yeah. So now was your did you have any kind of penetration with this guy yourself, Mr. M? Good question. Um, no, just oral and hand play. I, I would top somebody. I have not. I don't know that I'm ready to be topped. I think in my personal exploration with Mrs. M, I'm just going to have to work up to that. It's not to say that I, it's not to say that I don't find the idea hot or that we certainly have, we've certainly talked about scenarios that we would enjoy, but Hey, it's just, we're not necessarily porn stars and that's gonna, it just takes some getting used to Like I'm, I'm, 37 and most of my life was definitely comprised about not thinking I was bisexual and definitely not taking anything in my ass. So I, I hope I, that the idea is hot. I hope to have it happen. We have had some guys that I thought I was going to top. Also, just from my experience, it's really got to be the right guy. I, I, I really am picky about guys. It's yeah, be you did pretty... say that. Yeah. What is your type? What When you say you're picky, what is it that you are into or not into good question i'm definitely looking for very well kept ideally you can call me a size <laughs> king definitely look somebody bigger than me i think uh but uh what else not too much facial hair neither of us are like i, I carry a short beard but neither of us are into a ton of facial hair but you know i'm not looking for long hair either i'm definitely looking for in shape in shape decently hung i'm not going to say that i like your stereotypical gay guy but yeah maybe are you familiar with cody brigsby <laughs> no who's that just a peloton instructor oh <laughs> that's your type 
I want to Google him. Yeah, he's, he's, he's got a little bit more sass than I think I'm ready for. But I, yeah, for sure. He's a good looking guy. Oh, I see him. Yeah. All American, in shape, fit, great body. Okay, I got it. Yeah. Yeah, but also one of our favorite guys is somebody who is just a little bit more earthy and artsy. But either way, it's just got to be well kept and uh, and in shape for sure. Okay, so take it from where you left off. So you have that experience where it's like a full on threesome with that guy and it was like amazing right it was amazing and i also like because i think we really expressed that we hey we wanted to be in this anyone for anyone threesome dynamic and for a good portion of the evening that's what we were doing right Mm -hmm. so but we did break for what snacks or yeah i think i had made 20 orgasms happened yeah (laughs) (laughs) you needed a break But we went back upstairs afterwards, I recall, and we're kind of like a same room couple, or we have been. We've lightly been talking about pushing that boundary a little bit, but they went upstairs first, not for any other reason other than I was just doing something quick. I don't know. But I go up there and, you know, you guys are just kind of barely messing around. And I took that first up. That was the first time I really just sat and not sat, but, you know, probably took some film or whatever and just watched and really kind of took in a hot wife moment of Mrs. M. I think I recall you getting on top of him and riding him and she's just fantastic on top and you're welcome Um, (laughs) but but yeah so and then that was like I remember just that was like truly the first hot wife moment and I was like I love this and I was just uh was dirty talking encouraging I think I did end up kind of standing up on the bed next to you and putting my cock in your mouth it's pretty hard to stay out of the mix for too long so we did the whole anyone for anyone thing we had a hot threesome had a hot wife moment in there got most of it on video shared it on reddit like the next day and it was fucking amazing like we had a ton and we had a lot of interest in mrs m and i I post as well on reddit by myself like on that same account but obviously mrs m gets a lot of attention but it was just like another stratosphere after that because this was the first video of you guys bringing somebody else in right they had seen you guys together and separate and all that stuff but never with somebody else Right. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, it was, it was just, it was awesome. I mean, we rode that high for a while as many of your reclaiming sex people talk about, right? And the reclaiming sex is great. It's kind of weird, actually. Sometimes we don't even reclaim anymore. Not like we don't reclaim. We don't reclaim that night. We're not not on it that night. I guess because sometimes we push the envelope as far as how much I can take. Yeah, if you're uh, having all those rolling orgasms, like how much do you have left? <laughs> yeah, I agree. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> At the end of the night. So we needed it to reclaim the next day. Right. Why don't you give yeah. out real quick, though, in case somebody's like, oh, my God, or that is that the couple from Reddit that I know? Like, give out your name because you are kind of popular on Reddit. So maybe some people even fucking know you. And I'll put the link in, you know, the description. But just give your yeah. name real quick. Yeah, we are uh, on Reddit. We are at Threat Level Midnight. Midnight is M-I-D-D-N-I-T-E. And that is our same name on OnlyFans and on right, Twitter. Right, and we started that. Right. But quick question. Do you show your faces on there or is everything very anonymous? Everything is blurred. And 
on our OnlyFans in comparison to our Reddit. Your Mrs. M is really, that's where she's her most active in communication. We're posting more explicit stuff there. All of our longer form stuff is over there. We're posting there way more regularly as well. I think um, we've been getting a little more free with the blur where we'll take it just to the eyes. Yeah, it's just the eyes really is what it is. And we try to be tasteful about I, it. I, I toy with wanting to stop blurring and being a little more open about it. And then I'll think of someone from my kid's elementary school knowing and I don't want to. Yeah, definitely. So after that guy, do you wind up continuing to see him or do you start bringing other guys in and do you stick to the whole hot wife experience or do you start going to like swingers clubs? Like where do you go from there? No, we've done it all, but where did we go from there? We saw him for a, a few experiences, which were good. Yeah. They were all, they they were were all, all great. great. I don't know. He just kind of like, the lifestyle was so just his life. I think we were just kind of worn out on him. Yeah, we just wanted somebody who we could maybe, we already, we just wanted more diversity, I guess. And somebody that we really felt like we could spend vanilla time with. Not that yeah. we're, we're not poly in any way, shape, or form, but. Just like more casual hangout before or after and that's when we met well we had met quite a few people we had had some very humorous dates so many bad dates yeah, i was like oh my gosh i do not drink alcohol anymore i used to i think if I, if a date was going that poorly i was probably getting hammered and so now i'm actually experiencing it and it's rough and then just being honest at the end of it is is tough and just being like well I don't think it's a, what, what's our favorite? What? I mean, it's not a, a, a all the way connection. It's not a four-way connection. Or a three-way. Or a three-way connection. We've gone, we had, so we really, I don't know, meeting people is like, being good at it is hard. It really took some learning about really what people you should actually take the time to go meet and whatever. So that was just a learning curve in itself. Yeah. Uh, Definitely got catfished by quite a few people where their photos were very, misrepresentative of what they actually looked like a lot of things like that so that's now we there's a more of a vetting process and i would like to see a now photo fold up three fingers or what ha whatever oh so is that what you do yeah because you said it was a learning curve and a learning process for other couples that maybe want to get into this what did you learn and what what is your tried and true vetting process now so you don't have to go through all the nonsense that you did in the past do you have any tips Oh yeah, uh, for sure. And happy to talk about that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the question we get asked the most. We are, we, we get, uh, we're kind of a lifestyle resource for singles and couples and we try to answer shit like this as much as we can, but it's on Reddit or anywhere else, even Twitter, when people message us, it really is a matter of, Hey, if you don't include a picture, so we have a bio, for example, we have a bio that is attached to our, our Reddit handle. It is attached to our Twitter handle, and it just says who we are, how to contact us, what we're into. We're trying to cut out as much bullshit as we can. We, we're not revealing too much about ourselves. We say we're in the Midwest, and we have pictures, obviously, on our on our page that are anonymous, but it, it, you can pretty clearly get an idea of your, if you're into us or not. And we really ask people, if you're, gonna, you're not going to hear a response from us, if you do not send a picture, we, we plaster that everywhere. Uh, I highly recommend. And the issue is, is people are out there desperate too. They're just like. So they just want to get you to chat and take your time. And, and they never are so often. If they're not giving you a picture promptly, you're never going to get one because whatever they're saying is 
somehow misrepresentation. Total bullshit. Yeah. Now, when and you say picture, do you mean body shot or do you want to see their face? Um, yeah, it's something where I know you're a real human. We ask them to do something weird. So it's three like, fingers or put your pinky up or, or put a finger on your nose or, you know, something. I just took a picture with three fingers on my nose. Right. Just to yep. prove to someone that you're real and you did this right now. This is current. I did it this it's for you today. Happening at right now. Yeah. yeah. At, 30, at 30 pounds later. Or, yeah, <laughs> or and, I, and I think people need to understand, like, you just have to be firm and it's hard for people to get, you know, I'm talking to couples now, couples or whoever is vetting people. It's just, like, you just have to be firm. If these people aren't showing you that they're real, just move on. Even if you want to go get laid tonight and your wife it's is actually, not going to happen. Right. You know? <laughs> they're not real. If they're not giving you what you asked for, they're just not real. Which is, a tough pill to swallow for people. Right. It took us a while before we really got it. I remember so many well, there was people who were sending me tons of photos, like this girl, and she was so cute and whatever, but like she couldn't verify. Oh, I, I just got done working out. Oh, this. Well, I don't care if you're sweaty. Please take the photo because otherwise, it's just it's not real. You're not meeting. Also, me. another another tip I feel is some newer couples, and I don't fault these couples because this is like very weird space to get into. Everybody's feeling strange or whatever, but people want to waste your time text messaging. People want to like build up relationships sometimes over on on four way group texts so they can feel comfortable to meet you. I mean. It, Kathy, it really might just happen that you guys all might have four-way chemistry, if that's a thing, over text, and you might get there and just not like these people. So you've wasted weeks and months, maybe even, of texting, and you go to meet them, and it's just totally not happening, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like regular dating. It's no different than regular dating. I think you find out these things with regular dating, too. Like, just fucking meet in person as quickly as possible if everything else is in play, because that's when you're really going to know. And yeah, I think everyone learns that lesson the hard way when you just talk. Some people can have a lot of game on text, and then you meet them, and it's a totally different story. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was really new to us, because we did not experience online dating. We before that started being super big. Yeah, we were like, but we did. What is happening? Kind of in exploring who we were and getting a foothold on things. We went, we ended up at our our, our local swinger club. uh, Yeah. And that was, it's hard. Swinger clubs are just so different from one to the other. And And from the first night, we actually didn't go in, remember? Oh my God, that's right. We we drove, okay, admittedly, we drove to the swinger club, saw the outside, and we left. (laughs) There were two cars, two cars, and one of them was filled to the brim with stuff. Oh, like like a hoarder. It was awful. So, but then, (laughs) but then we went, I I, I don't know, I don't know why we went back. Uh, Somebody told us not to go, it was, we went on a Friday, and we probably went at like eight (laughs) o'clock. But we we decided to try it again. We went on a Saturday after somebody cooked. At like midnight. (laughs) Yeah. And and you know what? It was busy, I guess. It was busy-ish. Yeah, Uh, yeah. And it was it wasn't the most amazing inside, but it was clean. They could have probably remodeled. It would would have been cool. But there was people around and there were we talked to a few couples. Right. And it was sexy-ish and like clothing was starting to come off, but Really, what we like the Swinger Club for, where we are at in our journey, is it's hard to sometimes meet people and hook up all in one night, but we just like to fuck in front of the other people at the Swinger Club. So, like, that is often where you will find us at the end of the night if we happen to be at a Swinger Club. Um, Yeah, we'll talk to people a little bit and dance and look 
or real connections. But once we decide we're probably not going to have sex with anybody there that night, like one night, I remember we met a great couple, but we knew it wasn't going to happen that night because they were real social butterflies. And we were coming to an end of, of our night. So we just went to the open bed area, had sex in front of everybody. And it was awesome. They yeah. loved it. It was definitely a show. I remember we did it on Halloween night. I don't know if you're familiar with this, Kathy, but Halloween night is like the swingers, like Super Bowl. Just so you know, I've never been to a swingers club in my whole life. (laughs) Why not? You should totally go. I know. Everyone knows my story. That was on my bucket list when I was like 19. I'm always like, oh, you know what? I'm in my 60s. I'm going to go. And people are like, why would you wait till you're old and busted? Go now before you only got a couple (laughs) years left. (laughs) Anyway, go on. (laughs) Whenever you go, it'll end up being fun. Yeah. And you're. You're in the New York area, right? So I'm sure they've got some good clubs. Yeah. So wait, so it's Halloween night you went? Yeah, well, we, that, I'm just saying one of the nights we have gone has been Halloween. And it is like the Swingers Super Bowl. And it is like even our local club, which is on any other Saturday night, might not be, it could get busy, but it's not going to be crazy. It is wall to wall on Halloween night. So if anybody's ever thinking about, hey, I want to see a great swinger party, and I don't want to be disappointed, go on Halloween night, maybe New Year's, but definitely Halloween. That is that is a must do. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, okay. You know, Mrs. M was sucking my cock out in this public area and the general club rules are, hey, you have to ask if you want to touch or get close or whatever. And this one lady got about as close as she could to, <laughs> to Mrs. M sucking my cock without her actually sucking it as well. I remember you even asked her. Either. I like, like paused and offered. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it and she declined, which was fine. But she just wanted to watch. She was enjoying herself. Yeah, right. yeah. And, interesting. Okay. Yeah. And it was like, that was a very, I'll, I'll probably never forget that night until we do something hotter than that. I mean, there was a lot of people around. There was like yeah. a lot. I don't know how many, but to me, it felt like maybe 15 or 20. Yeah, they prowled um, a couple people deep. <laughs> yeah, the one thing we don't like about swingers clubs, Kathy, and it's totally cool, but it's not our preference. You can't take any pictures in there. So we have any hot scenes that happen for us in the swingers club, no record. Just uh, Oh, right. <laughs> for you guys, that's a that could be a deal breaker because that's like your thing. Well, we go there less, I think, because right. of it. Yeah. You know? but I also think ours isn't the best. And... Not all swinger clubs, but I think some and our experience at like events, some of them have more of the. What events? You're talking like hotel takeovers? Like hotel takeovers or, yeah, Naughty in New Orleans. Yeah, so we've done some hotel takeovers Mm -hmm. as well. Tell me about those. We went to Naughty in New Orleans, which is, I think, maybe the biggest hotel takeover in the country. You know, it was good. We were, ex- I guess, I don't know, expectations versus reality, right? It's it's always, before you do something, you've always got these preconceived notions. Like, people think about swingers parties. They think everybody just shows up naked and fucks. Well, that's not what happens. Find people you like. <laughs> right. And people are still awkward. No, I think everybody thinks swingers are, are like porn stars, but they're not. Uh, <laughs> and, and so we go to this and... There's just a huge variety of ages and people, which is totally cool. They had two or three different dance areas at night for for kind of like the club atmosphere. Right, different, um, maybe a live band or a DJ uh, and much better music than you yeah, find at some, would, at some clubs. But I think we found that there was a lot of what the tra- what I would call the traditional swinger yeah, yeah. setup, which is. The girl is maybe bi. The guy is definitely not. They're just looking to straight up swap. 
And that's just not our preferred dynamic. It's not to say we never go for it. Yeah, that's so that's kind of something I, I we also would be happy to comment on is, is when you go to these when you go to these takeovers or swinger clubs, it is your more traditional swingers. I'm not telling you you're definitely never you won't see any variability in there, but you're you're gonna find that, that just like Mrs. M said, it's gonna be she's probably by, he's not, and they just want couples. We're happy to meet uh as a, like we have a regular girlfriend as well now or whatnot we're happy to meet a lady we're happy to meet a guy if a couple works we ended up in a in a five person i guess you want to call it an orgy we were at a five person orgy at that at that new orleans table. event uh-huh but yeah but one of them was not a participant of the takeover we had just met him on reddit right? oh that's so funny <laughs> So we also met the we met a couple who was part of the takeover beforehand on Reddit. So yeah, well, well, we can say we met these people while we were in New Orleans. That is true, but we had prearranged this kind of on Reddit, and it just kind of came together there. It's I think if you were a traditional swinger, like or you your couple was set up that way, I think that those takeovers and clubs are awesome. I think a lot of traditional couples don't even message us because I'm not shy and I put that I'm open to buy play in my profile some some dudes that'll just turn them off right then and there um so yeah it's, it surprised me that that's such a there's such a stigma for that in the lifestyle I, I think a lot i think there'd be a lot more of that if that stigma was taken away like i, I had a girl on mizzy bender she runs a swingers party or owns a swingers club or anything she's listen i'm in that lifestyle and i run the place i fucking know how many bi guys there are but none of them are copping to it no one's doing it in public i think that there's still a thing where a lot of people don't want to put it out there you're just bold enough to do it and you're like you're smart you're weeding out the trash like you just get it. you want what you want you're putting it out there and but i think there's a lot of people at that those hotel takeovers and at those swingers parties that would definitely want it to be a little bit more than what you're saying is a typical thing but there's still a stigma even in that world for guy on guy action and it's so stupid yeah it's it's really frustrating it's it's and we have people who message all the time with straight on their profile and he's like, well i'm bi exactly and, and i'm and, and honestly to those people i'm kind of like well fuck off that's how you operate yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i'm not saying I mean, that's a that's a rule that not i have rule. But, right. If but, the Bigsby guy or whoever that Peloton guy was was hiding it, you'd be like down. You wouldn't care. <laughs> right. That's right. Cody can come over. Oh, Cody. Time. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. That's and that's kind of also with Reddit and we could talk about field and other things. But if you're why people are so bold on Reddit or or genuine rather is because it's anonymous. You're 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 not Kathy K. You're like K sizzle 95. <laughs> right so it's and under that handle you feel a little bit more comfortable to message people about what you really want yeah uh, so i don't know so we've tried like all kinds of different shit um have you been on any like uh swinger vacations adult i don't know what they call we haven't done really we have talked a lot about it um I don't know why we haven't. We just have, we have very busy lives. We're very normal people. We travel for with our family and professionally a lot. And it's just whatever. So yeah, these lifestyle and vacations, it's just a pain in the ass to take more time. Quick um, question. You know, Does anybody in your lives know about this uh, side of you guys? Well, my friend, I used to work 
with her. Um, oh, is this going to be your guy's girlfriend? <laughs> no. Oh, okay, okay. Because you did say you had a side girl. <laughs> we have joked about it, but no, it's not. Uh, we did hook up with a friend of mine only one time. She doesn't live here. And I. We were her bucket list. Yeah. How did that come to be, though? She's just your friend. Like, who brought it up? She came. Okay. So she came into town and it was a group of us who all used to work together and we were hanging out. And I was, I think, the last, when she lived, before she moved, we had been talking about, you know, starting to bring somebody into our. Oh, you and her, or you and I were talking. You and I had, and I had like maybe told her something then or something. I don't know. She had asked about it. And I was like, actually, we have a date tonight. And then we finished up lunch, whatever, went on about her. We had a date with a guy lined up that night. And she called me later. I remember I was getting ready and she, maybe she texted first, but was like, I can't, I feel like I need to say this. I would like to participate or join your date. Like it's something I've always thought about. She herself identifies as open. I think she tends to date more women than men, but had dated both. And so we invited her to come along. Yeah, well, the guy flaked out, so I'm glad she invited yeah. her. Just, you know, oh, no way. invited herself because the guy... As <laughs> And again, before we were better about vetting, you know, we used to get flaked out on more. But uh, yeah, the guy flakes. And next thing you know, it's the three of us. Right. Which was super fun. But that was just a one-off deal. But, you know, I don't, we, we'll we tell people who are, who seem, I don't know, if there's no relation to work and people seem pretty open, we might share it. We would love to share it, right? I think we would love to be open about it. But the work kid situation makes it hard. Yeah, I, I'm in the same boat. When I think that as open as you want to be for yourself, you have to think of your children, especially when they're in school, because it doesn't matter how open you are. It's a matter, It's the problem is with the other people. And if they find out, it could cause problems for your children. And that's the last thing you want to do. So I, I totally understand that. Right, yeah. Yeah, so I guess we have aspirations of maybe being more open down the road when our kids are at a more mature age. Uh, yeah, of course. But wait, quick question. Let's get back to your stories. So do you typically, since you don't really love the swingers clubs or the hotel takeovers that much, what is it that you guys do the most? Is it the hot wife situation? Is it couple swaps? Like what is what is the type of situations you find yourself doing most of the time? Yeah. That's a good question, and we can kind of bring you up to speed with where we have been. We're kind of where we're at is we have, again, we're busy, so we have to kind of like schedule this stuff with each other in the sense of we try to have one night a week, Friday or Saturday, where we're going to do something lifestyle oriented. Oh, and Or attempt it. <laughs> yeah. It's attempting it is sometimes what it is more than doing it, but Anyways, yeah, hot wife stuff is really kind of what we fall to because a couple of reasons. Number one, we love the dynamic. I'm not shy about saying at all that sharing my wife with another man is definitely top of my list. I love women all the same, but the, the thrill of my wife between another great guy and I, that's just awesome. So, and that's more readily available than anything else. 
out there. Again, couple. We do have our one blonde girlfriend who we love, and we love the girl threesome dynamic oh, of her. Sure. Yeah. But it's not that easy. I think that's stood up by a lot of women. And I understand that. Like, it's a nerve nerve-wracking dynamic to walk into as the single woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you have one, though, that is a kind of like a regular that you play with, the one girl. Oh, yeah. She, yeah. She's in a lot of our stuff on OnlyFans or otherwise. But uh, yeah, she's she's awesome. She's sometimes we'll see her once every couple of weeks. Sometimes it'll be once every month or two. But and what's cool about her is she's she's generally fine to go do whatever we're doing. So if we wanted to go to a swingers club or we want to, we, she came to a hotel takeover with us. So that was kind of a little thruple fun we had or before meeting another guy she's totally we actually went with to vegas with her and a friend wasn't our most favorite trip for other reasons but but yeah she's like kind of our girlfriend you're I mean, unicorn they call them a unicorn no can we yeah. use that label <laughs> yeah and we don't you know we're always encouraging her to go do and fulfill whatever um i think she i'm just i'm not speaking for her i'm just taking you know my opinion is is that we're kind of carving out these things to do and she just likes to hop on and join were we her first couple yeah we were her first couple and and she was also through reddit and i think personally you should say the first time you saw her and i together versus the the most recent time you saw her and i together i think you probably felt differently from one sure yeah you know because like this last there were moments i think i remember this coming up in a different podcast we were listening to but I think one time he said that her skin was the softest. <laughs> <laughs> I know how a girl hears that. <laughs> she hears mine is not as soft. <laughs> oh my God. That's another one of those memories that we're not going to forget of our style. <laughs> we talked it out about. <laughs> no, but listen, those little moments are important to, to say that even a couple as open as you guys that are pretty free and trying all different things that doesn't mean that every now and then there might be a little jealousy or, or feelings hurt for whatever. It could come up. You could be you have a PMS and you just take something the wrong way. This is the reality of the situation. It's not like it doesn't happen, even for you guys. It really, Definitely. it really does. And so, yeah, there was like a faux pas like that I made like that. And then, but like our last experience, Mrs. M is taking my cock and guiding it into her for me (laughs) while she's coaching her to enjoy it. Definitely. (laughs) As we get more comfortable with people and ourselves in the lifestyle. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. We get just more and more confident. Yeah. And in that situation, you're with the girl too, correct, Mrs. M? Like you get down with fooling around with girls and he... Absolutely. Right. Yes. It seems like girl play always takes the... The, the front running show or whatnot. So, um, you know, Mrs. M and our blonde friend, we're just going to call her A. Yeah. Miss, Mrs. M and A, they're always getting up to whatever. You guys like to use the strap on on each other. Mm-hmm. We have actually the double-sided. The double-sided dildo is uh-huh. always fun. You guys seem to like the strap on. So the, our last, yeah, our last, I think it's easier. Yeah, our last. Oh, one. and we got the vibrating one. The what? The strap-on vibrates, so it's pleasuring me as I'm pleasuring her. Oh, I got it. Uh-huh. Base, which would be against my clitoris. Yeah, that's cool. 
Yeah, so the last, our last experience, I mean, it was a lot of you fucking her with that strap on in the beginning. Like, I mean, it yeah, was, she, yeah. like, our friend was. Which is really checking a box for me, because I feel like I'd always wanted to fuck someone. Yeah, it was really, <laughs> it was really great seeing Mrs. M in that experience. I mean, she was really getting into it, like gritting her teeth. Well, it was almost <laughs> like she really had the cock on. <laughs> <laughs> But, and then our friend is, she's doing her doggy style. Our friend is sucking my cock and slapping it against her face. It was just a total scene when we watched it back on the video, but I loved it. That was amazing that you were able to kind of get into that mode. But that, um, and all that content though, like what you're talking about, that scene right there is on your OnlyFans? Oh yeah, for sure. Okay, so people <laughs> that's what people get when they go on there, on your OnlyFans, like these full videos? Yeah, there's anything from Mrs. M and I with a guy to strap-on stuff with our blonde friend to doing all kinds of stuff with our blonde friend. There's there's multiple guys on there and you know what's funny is we are we are starting to message with other OnlyFans creators just because they're not going to flake out, but it is amazing the number of guys who don't give a shit about OnlyFans requires a consent form. If anybody if anybody's going to show up on there, they're going to have to give explicit consent with their ID and whatever. And it's a lot of a lot of people you see on our page are not OnlyFans creators. They are just people who are comfortable with us and comfortable with the OnlyFans privacy and authentic stuff is what I'm trying to say. We're not we're not really professionals. We don't even shoot or edit our stuff like some other people who really do this nonstop but you know it's pretty authentic shit and we do put it on film and we and we throw it out there for for people to kind of check out and we want it to look normal because it is normal like we're normal people yeah know? yeah I want experiences i can't have too much of an agenda i really need it to just be an organic sexual experience right you're not a fucking actress you're the real deal you like this obviously you listen to your your backstory you were doing this for many many years you know especially the photographing it and videotaping it aspect that's something that's always been a thing for you guys so why not put it on OnlyFans? it's it's a part of what you do normally anyway that's the kind of content creators i like to have on my show sometimes i get slack from people like oh they ever they have an OnlyFans. everyone nowadays can have a fucking OnlyFans and big deal but what i think is important what i love about my guests is that they typically are people who this is they're this is what they do for fun regularly and then why not do the OnlyFans because it happens to be available nowadays there's nothing wrong with that but it's not like you're doing it for that reason you're not doing it for the money you're obviously a couple who is interested in exploring you've been doing it for so long you finally made the plunge and why not take that extra step? Because you guys, since the dawn of time, have always been interested in having people see you. You said, like, at the Swingers Club, you wind up at the end fucking in front of people because that's, like, a, a big part of your guys' thing. So I'm sure OnlyFans adds to that, right? And then the bo- the cherry on the top is that it gives you that extra cash to maybe, like you said, go on a Swingers vacation and do more of what you love, and then you get more content. But you're certainly not doing it for that reason. No, and we, I think we took some pride in not having an OnlyFans for this extended period. I can imagine, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we were joking around and we're like, well, what if we could do, <laughs> could fund our lifestyle with it? Yeah, there's um, nothing wrong with that. Right. And, but I thought, I was like, man, in 2020, <laughs> that was when OnlyFans was really blowing up. Oh, yeah. And we were avidly like, oh, no, we do it 
for the passion. <laughs> yeah, and here you are three years later, like with your OnlyFans. Give a shout out to all your links to everything. And I will put everything in the description. So if people want to go see your stuff or sign up for your OnlyFans. Okay. We, again, on Reddit are at Threat Level Midnight, M-I-D-N-I-T-E. The same thing on OnlyFans, Threat Level Midnight. And on Twitter, we are at Threat Level 6969. Okay, so you send me links to all of that. I think I have them. I also have a ton of like super great pics of you guys that I'm going to put on my OnlyFans. I mean, not on my OnlyFans, <laughs> on my Patreon. I'll yeah. also give you guys access to my private Discord. I think that there's over 1,500 people on there now. I don't get involved in there, but it's a place where you guys could go up and put like some teaser videos or that's where you could put your X-rated stuff and also promote your OnlyFans and talk to people about your episode. You guys will get free access access to that I'll send you a link when your episode goes up but I already have your pics okay I've already seen you guys you guys are totally hot I'm gonna put those and I'll make them anonymous because I saw your faces you sent me not anonymous pics, but I'm gonna make you anonymous on my patreon I'll have those pics on there but if people want to see more they heard the stories they could actually go see them now over on your OnlyFans I'll put the link to that there um and I have that. But thanks so much for calling in and sharing your story. I loved it. It was great. Thank you. Thanks, Kath. Bye, you guys. Bye. 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 Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon, on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad-free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.